When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Joined by the man of the hour, Dave Hickey, right here, uh, U of A athletic director. Um, back, uh, saw him in San Diego yesterday, back in Arizona. Got some things going on right there. The life of the athletic director life. How are you doing there, Dave? I'm doing great. A fantastic uh, start to the NCAA tournament for our men last night, and getting the W, and then uh, off early this morning. And now I'm back in Tucson, and we're about ready to start the women's tournament in McHale. So excited for our big game at 7 o'clock tonight. Dave, let me ask you this. How much sleep do you get during these this time of the year? Be honest. Hey, sleep is way overrated. If, if you're sleeping a lot, that means that, it, you know, we must not be doing the right things or, you know, we want to we want to be on the edge a little bit. So it's sure. uh, it's it's a I will say this morning, I'm, I'm a little uh, or this morning. I was a little winded this morning, so I'm, I'm getting my second second wind, though. OK, Dave, first of all, let's talk about the restoration of Arizona basketball right to where it belongs. And I can't tell you how many fans came up to me. And talking about Tommy Lloyd, talking about what's going on with Arizona basketball. And they said, you know, I, I didn't know much about Tommy Lloyd. I didn't know what to expect with Tommy Lloyd. But, man, this happened way faster than anybody could have foreseen. Now, again, you're the man that hired him. And uh, just tell me, w- when you hired him, were there any kind of – and I've asked you this before, but I had so many people ask me this, and I wanted to ask you again. Was there any kind of time frame for the restoration back to being elite? Or, you know, was it just we need to make incremental progress? What was that thought process like? Well, I think, hey, we are a uh, an elite-level program. I've said that. That's what our goal is. That's where we want to be. Um, this was not a long-term plan or a long-term turn. We wanted right. to be competitive. We thought we had really good players still in the program. 
Um, thought, you know, with the right person could come in with the right system and, and, and add to it. And we should be right right back to where we need to be. And that, and that's on the top. And so, you know, it happened really quick. And Tommy's done an excellent job, just done a terrific job. I had a guy from a right state who was talking to me yesterday and uh, he was asking me a little bit. We were sitting in the media section. He was asking me a little bit about Tommy Lloyd. And I thought of you immediately with this. He says, I could watch this guy coach for hours. He said, watch him right there. Even when he gets on a player, there's this little smirk like, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna, I got a joke for you at the, at the end. And Dalen Terry and Benedict Matherin talked about how he's the perfect combination of getting on you, but at the same time, he's also going to slap you on the butt and he's probably going to hit you with a one-liner at some point. During the interview process, was that something that you picked up on with him? Because he really does have a unique demeanor out there. Well, I think, as I've said many times, you know, Tommy, it, it, what, what struck me was what a good guy this guy is. You know, you right. want to be around him. It feels right. He's just genuine. He's straightforward. Um, he's a salt-of-the-earth guy. Um, he cares about people. He does right. care about his players and cares about people. You know, coaching's a, a delicate ba balance. You know, you want to you wanna, uh, you know, demand the most out of your players, but you've got to allow them to understand that you're in it for them, too, and mm -hmm. uh, respect them. And whatever you're doing, you're doing it for their best interest. And uh, Tommy just has a great feel about that. And he he'll make his points. Um, he'll like you said, he'll also you know come back and usually put his arm around you. Right. You know, he might have a quick quick little one liner or a quick little thing to just right. kind of break the ice a little bit, just kind of settle things down. And um, that again, that's what I love about him. He just is, uh, and he always he generally always coaches from a positive angle. You know, he right. kind, of, kind of leads from that positive makes his point. And hey, again, I don't want anybody, I think we've seen enough of him. He got a great competitive spirit in him. He can get after it now, um, yeah. but, uh, but really has a, has a good way about him with the players and with everyone. Dave, you're a modest guy, so I'm going to say this, but something that I brought up multiple times to people there, Arizona basketball has now become a three-coach school. Now, you look at some of the great programs around the country historically, whether that's Georgetown, whether that's UNLV, they are more thought of with you know a john thompson or a jerry or a jerry tarkanian as opposed to being an absolute program this hire of tommy lloyd right now not that you didn't already know this but this hire of tommy lloyd further cements arizona as a program not just a one or a one or a two coach school that you know what if you get the right guy in here this is something that will not end right there and again i, you, I know you don't think about things in that term but Dave, that's really not something that you can really minimize right there, having a man come in with this kind of success. Because, again, we've seen it at other schools where somebody struggles after that coach and they can't ever get it back. Tommy Lloyd has Arizona right back where they were. Yeah, well, hey, um, let's, let's tech, not take anything away. This is a great program. Arizona and what, what Lute did, you know, how Sean continued that. Um, then we it's that next chapter. And, you know, that – with a program like ours, it don't don't get me wrong, or you know, don't don't think that I wasn't a little bit nervous. You know, we want to get the right guy that keeps sure. going, and um, and that was what we were looking for, and that's what this program deserves. Our fan base deserves it. I, I think you're right. I think it, this, in many people's minds, solidifies us as a a real real blue blood. It's like, hey, right. this place is the real deal, and uh, has brought so much attention this year back to basketball in the West too. Right. Between the Gonzaga thing and now Arizona, I mean, this thing, you know, kind of on fire in the West. Right. How difficult was it for you during the time, you know, between the, uh, uh, 
you know, obviously kind of the end of the Sean Miller time. And then Tommy Lloyd comes in the right there. You know that you probably got the guy, but you also don't want to rush the process here. I think a lot of people are in this industry or fans. They just want, okay, who's gone. I want this person. How difficult was it for you during that, what that eight, nine day period where you're like, we got the guy, but you know what? We just got to make sure everything is, you know, all the dots are, all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. Yeah. It's a, it, you know, you, you think about it seven, eight days and it kind of sometimes feels like a month, you know, or right. two months. And it just every day is 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 like a week and every week is like a month. Uh, so many moving parts. And, and that's what it is. You know, you're yes, you have people, but there's a lot of players that are involved, whether you talk about, you know, uh, agents getting the right deals put together, making sure it's the right families, big decisions. You know, when it boils right down to it, people, guys got to make a decision that I want to go there. I want to work there. I want to try to you know, I want to take that program over and it feels right. So there's right. a lot of that goes into it as well. So you, you, you've got to, you know, kind of play the field a little bit, understand that there's multiple candidates involved. Um, I think I've said this before, I'm on record, you know, we gravitated to Tommy really quick after, after I met him, it was like, wow. And you, but you still go through the process. You've got to make sure that you, you talk to some other people. And for me, it continues to, it allows you to evaluate what you think you've got and what you think is right. And, and, and do a little bit of comparisons and you, and it just kept going back. Like, yep. That's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. So, um, but, but Hey, you never know what could happen. Right. So you've always got to make sure that you've got everything put together. And then, like you said, Hey, the last, probably the last uh, 12 hours or, you know, 18 hours is, is hectic. Right. You really try to pull it all off. You, you, you got to put the deal together. You got to get things signed. You got to make sure people don't decide at the last second, Hey, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do it or something else is going to ha- get in the way. So it's, uh, it, it is always crazy, but worked out great. Uh, Tommy was terrific to work with. Hence why you look at all your different options right there. You might not, you might have the number one, but you got to have that just in case something falls through right there. Now, what kind of game, when you watch the games, Dave, are you a pacer? Are you a guy that can sit down and watch it? What, uh, what is the Dave Hickey viewing experience like? Well, I've, said, I've been – I'm not a good sit down in my seat, watch the entire game. You didn't I, strike I, me as that type for sure. I, I get a little uptight. I, I you know, I, I don't feel like I have any control over anything, which I don't. But uh, it helps me when I might walk, get up, you know. I might go find the restroom, right. uh, wander around, do a couple loops around the arena. So, you know, I'll hide in a tunnel. I kind of do that a lot. I might get down on the lower level and hide along the edge of a tunnel and watch the game. So, uh, you know. Liz, my wife, always says, yeah, oh, there he goes. May not come back tonight. It might right. be the first time I see him until after the game. So that, that helps me a little bit. Helps me some of my, my excitement and a little bit of that nervous energy. All right, let's talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball now. You're back in Tucson right now, obviously going to be at that. The the amount of interest in Arizona women's basketball and the way that it continues to grow is unlike anything that I've really seen here in my time in Tucson. And I've been here pretty much you know, my entire life. And this is – and, and how has this thing grown so fast? Because you, you've got other successful women's programs across the country, but nothing or not, not anything, but you've got a lot that don't garner this kind of fan support. I mean, you look at the numbers that they're expecting tonight, Dave, or at least you're hoping for. I mean, you could be looking at 10 K right there. That is not something that is, that is easy in women's college basketball at this stage. Well, it's not, it's still uh, for as long as the sport's been around. I mean, it, I think it's still growing as a fan sport. From, right. from a fan perspective and uh, you know look we've we've been the program's grown we, we you know idea has really herself uh, been such a positive force around the community embracing the program really embracing the community asking for people to help to come out just take a chance on us come and watch it the thing really works um, 
So it's just uh, it's just super exciting to see that. And again, I think people gravitate towards her and then it just continues to build. And when people get there and they haven't seen women's basketball in a while or they don't know the, the, the enthusiasm, the excitement, uh, the raw energy on the court, you know, the game has really grown itself. The players right. are certainly much more athletic and uh, continue to get better and better all the time. Um, and, and Adia has put a winning model in place. We, you know, we win a lot of games and, uh, and that helps as well for people to get in there, but, uh, credit to, to Adia because she just, she is a rock star. She really gets after it. And, uh, you know, we've got a tremendous recruits coming in next year as well. So this, you know, this, this end of the year, we've had an injury, it's been kind of crazy, but, uh, uh, we're going to have a good night tonight. I think that's for sure. Adia has a great Twitter game. She was asked in Las Vegas about um, name me or somebody's. Uh, there was a quote where she said somebody asked her name me a coach without an ego, and she said, "I know when I work with him. His name's Tommy Lloyd." And that to me, you've talked all the time about this family environment, everybody rooting for each other, everybody getting along. And Dave, to me, that encapsulated what you guys were going for. Yeah, we've talked about that, uh, Mike, and it's um, it's neat to see our coaches interact with each other, um, not take themselves too seriously. Hey, this is very important, and you've got to have some swagger. You've got to have a little edge to you uh, to make it work. But uh, to see our coaches root for each other, our programs root for each other, our student-athletes root for each other, that's what makes really solid athletic programs. And we've got it going in, in a lot of different areas. And I will say from our women's side, you know, this has been a place of a lot of success for women's athletics. Right. You know, with softball, with our swim and dive, with our golf program, you know, lots of uh, really good programs uh, from the women's side. And here we are in the you know 50th year celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Um, right. And so th that has built here and that is a big part of our program. But uh, um, yes, you're right. Our coaches do get along. They have a lot of fun with each other. I think Tommy still owes uh, Adia a dinner here somewhere down the interesting, road. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I forgot the bet exactly, but I do think Tommy still owes it. Whoever was well, going to lose the first game, I think, while they were rolling there early. I think you're right. I think that is what the bet was. But you know what? It's one of those bets that you're always okay losing with because that means you get to spend more time with somebody you like. Yeah. Okay. Before we uh, before we let you sign off here, Dave, Jedfish. So out at spring practice, and again, I always tell people, I get people all the time that say wins or losses. I don't know wins or losses. I don't know what to, but I will tell you this. This team, just from a physical perspective, looks so much different just walking onto the field, going through drills than it did last year. And again, I know people say, well, yeah, I mean, it should be. It's a different, uh, you know, it's a different team. Not like this. And again, when you look at that recruiting, and again, I always tell people football recruiting is so much different than basketball. These are still 18, 19-year-old kids. It's not like John Calipari can come and just bring five guys and you're immediately a Final Four. But you can see the progress on the field right there, Dave, just from the eye test of what you're looking at. Yeah, no question. When you go out and look at the body types and the the kind of players that we have out there, they do look different when they're running around and doing that. And uh, that's a great development in our program of the young guys that have, you know, been around it for now a little over a year and uh, the great job that our strength and conditioning coaches do in developing that. I think we've been, we've benefited obviously in the, in the, the kind of recruit, you know, the, these new, this new class that we brought in a higher mm -hmm. level player uh, and certainly a, a bigger, stronger player. That's Jed likes the longer, bigger players right. across every, everywhere. Um, so that'll, that'll bode well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and then we, again, we, we were able to capitalize on some really key transfers through the transfer portal, and it does look different. It does look different when we're running around out there doing drills, 
running seven on seven, whatever we're doing, it looks a lot different. And I am, um, I'm excited about that. Like you, I don't know how many wins we're going to end up with, right? but I think we have, um, we, well, you saw how hard our team would play last year, mm-hmm. never really quit. And it was very difficult. No question, right. but never quit. Now with an infusion of some more skilled players, I, I just think there's such an opportunity. If we still have that great desire and energy and passion to play, um, good things are going to happen on the field. And the thing that's different, though, is the players that you're looking at, a lot of these guys are freshmen who could still be in high school right now. So when you're bringing in an 18 or 17-year-old that looks already different, you say, man, you get him working with Tyler for a year, you get him working for two years. So, again, you've, you've got to be excited just by what you've been able to see on the field so far because, again, like we talked about, it's different. 100%. And, again, you've been around the game enough. I mean, football's a very physical game. You've got to have big, strong players. You have to have a well-developed uh, roster, you've got to be, you know, you got to be ready to go compete every time when you're out there right. on the football field. And it's, uh, it's important. And again, we're, our depth is getting better. Um, they're, and again, bigger and stronger and, uh, you know, better looking bodies. Now, again, no, no discredit for the guys that are here. Cause they're great, great individual sure. standing players. And they did so much. Uh, it's just the evolution of this program. And like you said, it takes a little longer in football, mm-hmm. you just can't roll out three new guys. And that makes a huge impact um, in basketball. You've really got to develop players in football. All right, real quick before we let you sign off, Justin Kokoski, you talk about a man that works 36 hours a week or 36 hours a day to get these guys healthy. Just watching him up close, watching him monitor Kirk Creason. Keep in mind, this is just what the fans can see. Watching that guy and how he must work with people must really be kind of a, a, a marvel to watch there, Dave. Well, it, Justin's been here you know, a number of years. Right. Does a good job, has great relationships with our players, um, is so committed and past, dedicated you know, to, to, to Wildcat Nation, to our, our Wildcat right. program, to Arizona. Certainly Arizona basketball is his forte. He's been around. So uh, he does great work. He's one of the best in the country. We're glad to have him. And, yeah, most of it's been chronicled, uh, although I don't see a lot of it on social media. I see it every once in a while. And, you know, we, we chronicle all of that stuff on social right. media. And credit Justin for, you know, and that's just one of the things he does. For sure. With Kerr, it's just one player. And we've got, you know, it is a long season and you've got bumps and bruises and aches and pains and, you know, guys that get sick and and he's just working it all the time. And uh, he's got a little bit of that, that, uh, that touch as well. And uh, played well for us. He's, He's a great member of our team. All right, Dave, you're the best. You got a busy day ahead of you, my man. I appreciate you making about 15 to 20 minutes for us. Love it. Thanks for having me, Mike. Anytime. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bear down. Back the A. You're that's Dave Hickey right there, one of the coolest dudes that you will ever meet, a guy that's always been really, really good to me. And I'm happy that everything is going so well because he's a guy that deserves it. All right, something else. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, here's the deal. You throw down $5 on an NCAA tournament game, and if that team wins, you get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Now, Eligibility restrictions do apply. 21 and up, Arizona only. You got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Give you a perfect example right here. Let's say you're like, you know what? I want to get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and I want to back the A. All right, so you want to back the A this way. Go and say, you know what? I'm going to pick Arizona to win uh, against uh, uh, TCU tomorrow. You can get $200 in free plays if that happens. That simple, that easy. Okay, now you look at the state of the athletic department right now, and just look at it from where it was last year at this point. And that's where you got to give Dave a ton of credit right here because, you know, you look at it and Dave's, you know, it's easy. And I've talked about this all the time. 
it's easy to be uh, the fan that just says, oh, I didn't like this hire or I didn't like this hire. But you know what? It's different, though. The athletic director is still the one that when things go right, it's not like he can spike the football. And when things go wrong, he's the one that has to take the blame. And that's why this isn't the easy job (laughs) that I think a lot of people think it is or just go hire so-and-so. Look at Tommy Lloyd, for example. Tommy Lloyd is a guy that I didn't know anything about him. I knew vaguely of Tommy Lloyd just through recruiting circles that had nothing to do with basketball. That, um, But again, that's also why I'm not an athletic director. If I was to come up with a list of five, six, seven candidates to pick, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't pick Tommy Lloyd, but that's also why I'm not getting paid to be an athletic director. Dave gets it. Same with Jed Fish. Say whatever you want. Jed Fish was a guy who had what? eight, nine jobs over the past decade or something. Nobody looked at Jed Fish and said, that's a guy that could become a dynamic recruiter. That's a guy that could become one of the biggest, uh, you know, recruiters on the West Coast. Dave saw that, you know, President Robbins saw that. So again, I mean, these guys were able to see into something that a lot of people didn't. And I think that's what makes these guys unique. So again, I think we're very fortunate to have the leadership that we have right here. And I think going forward, it's only going to get, it's only going to be the same because you look at Arizona basketball, This squad isn't going anywhere. This year, everybody knows how good they are, obviously. But you know what? You look at that lineup next year, and you could potentially be looking at a lineup of Kirk Risa, uh, a Kylan Boswell, a Daylon Terry, a Christian Coloco, an Adama Ball, and a Julius Tabellis. I mean, you just go on and on and on down the line. This is a team that, you know, I know Sean, my guy Sean in the background, who does a great job uh, producing everything, he's an ASU guy. Imagine being in Sean's position right now, having to, uh, you know, look at Arizona State basketball. And, you know, obviously everything ebbs and flows, but it just kind of shows you the difference. It shows you a little bit of an appreciation right now. Okay. Now, one thing that I do want to say, though, and I think that, uh, okay, let's get to some questions right here. Where will Shane Noel fit into next year's team? That's a great question. I don't know. Um, Adama Ball is certainly somebody that's going to, that I don't know that he's going to start. But Adama Ball 100% is going to be a player that um, whether he starts, whether he play, wherever he may be, he's going to get a lot of minutes. Shane Noel is to me a little bit different because he is not kind of the no-brain talent that an Adama Ball is. You watch Shane, he's an okay shooter, he's a decent ball handler, he's a little bigger. He comes from basketball royalty, so that means a lot to me because I'm always a guy that when in doubt I'm going to hedge and I'm going to bet on the guy whose brother was the Pac-12 player of the year and played in the NBA. But, you know, I, I haven't seen enough yet, but that I also haven't seen a lot, though. So he's kind of a wild card for me. Adama Ball is going to get a lot of minutes next year. Anthony Humber just put that out there. This is going to be a guy that I think is going to play, I don't know, uh, 20, 25 minutes a game next year. So, oh, he's starting bro at the two. I agree with you on that one. And so if you're looking at a lineup of Adama Ball, Daylon Terry, Kirk Creesa, Azulis Tabellis, Christian Coloco, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, good luck with that, America out there. Good luck with that at the Pac-12. But that lineup is very much a cap- possibility. And by the way, I didn't even mention Umar Ballo. So, again, one thing, too, that I also do need to tell you guys all about again, and then we're going to get to some women's basketball and to some football here before we sign off. But the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on a tournament game, and you get $200 in free plays. New customers only, though. Again, PHNX, code word. And you get $200 in free plays if that team wins. 
Again, Arizona's playing TCU. You're saying, you know what, Mike? I want to I want to back the A, but how can I possibly back the A? Well, there's two ways to back the A right here. Back the A with your own financial winnings by getting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and giving to the U of A. That's simple. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right, some women's basketball going on. My guy Matthew Bothwell is going to be showing up right there. Um, I think he put it very well when he says, we need to keep, uh, let's see, where's that remark? We need to keep Adia Barnes here forever. Matthew, or excuse me, uh, uh, LA Shadow, sorry, uh, getting all you guys confused right now. But um, And I know Matthew says the exact same thing. Absolutely right. Adia Barnes is an absolute treasure, and this administration and this coach, or and everybody around, I think, has taken care of her. He's a guy that, uh, or excuse me, she's a she's a coach that I don't know that there's anybody better in the country. Big picture, is there? Is there anybody that you would look at and you say, yeah, I'd rather have her, or I'd rather have him? I mean, Gino Oriema, he's getting up there in age, but that's the kind of caliber of talent we're talking about. We're talking about the Don Staley's. We're talking about the Adia Barnes. So we're going to have a post-game show tonight, uh, live from San Diego, talking about the Arizona women's basketball team. Very much looking forward to this one as well. It should be a really, really good time. So I hope you all do t uh, uh, tune in there. Jacob, if you're listening right now, I guess that's another stream I probably should have told you about uh, the Salt uh, hit me with this morning, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really, really good time. And again, real quick football. If you haven't made it out to a spring practice, you should, because the team does look different. It's hard to explain, but you go out there and it just looks different. It feels like the kind of team that, again, it's not a top 25 team, but it feels like a team could win five, five games. And let's be honest. When you're on an 18-game uh, losing streak, whatever the case may be, you win one. If you can win four or five, that is upward momentum. That is going forward, and that is something that we should all be able to get behind because then you start looking at year three of Jet Fish, and you're like, okay, maybe we push this to seven. Maybe we push this to eight. That's the kind of stuff you're talking about right here. All right, let's get to some other com uh, let's get to some other uh, comments right here. LA Shadow, don't sleep on KJ Lewis out of El Paso. He is a stud, but KJ is not going to be here till the following season, though. He will not be on next year's roster. So again, that that is the epitome of a case where Tommy Lloyd obviously knows what he's doing in the recruiting game right there, bringing in two five stars in Kylan Boswell and KJ Lewis. Big stuff right there. All right, what else also is big stuff is P go PHNX. Go there, get the membership. You get a free T-shirt. You get some different stuff in there. They got some stickers, all kinds of cool stuff. And you get the best coverage of everything across the state, from the Coyotes to the Diamondbacks to the Suns to the Cardinals to the uh, Sun Devils to the Arizona Wildcats, basically everything. But everybody behind, there behind the scenes is very good. My guy Sean DePaz right there, one of the best you'll find. But again, everybody can't thank you enough. Dave Hickey, you are the man. I'll be talking with you next week and we start working on a little bit of a Dave article right there. But again, for everybody, can't thank you enough. We will be back with you tonight, breaking down some Arizona women's basketball. For, so for all the comments, guys, appreciate all of you. Sean back there. Appreciate you. I'm Mike Luke. We'll talk to you tonight. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.